And welcome, everybody. How are you doing? It is the Daily Hi-Fi Podcast. We do this every Monday, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. My name is Chana. With me, as always, we've got Joe and Mike. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> Trying to figure out how to point. What is up, guys? What's up? Oh. oh. It's been how are you guys a- doing? Quite an eventful weekend. I barely just made it here with like five minutes to spare. (laughs) I had like five stops to make. And the market was the last one. And there were these old people in line. And they were just taking so much time. The checkers like talking to them. And I'm like, can you just... I know. (laughs) It's 3.45. I got to get home. (laughs) So what do you do when, when people are in front of you and they're just having a conversation as if nobody else is there? Do you like, do you have a thing that you do? I'm just on my phone. Like I, you know, I like I figure the way the way things always happen in my life is I'm always right on time. So for the most part, I just like do whatever, just go with it. And you know, I could just be like, shut up <laughs> <laughs> or, or something, but yeah, no, no, no. What what do you do, Michael? Like let's say if you need to do something like real quick and you're kind of in a rush, will you say anything or will you just quietly Mm. Nah, I'm one of those guys. I'm, I end up being late because I I don't say anything. I'm just oh. kind of polite, just sit there, and so I should speak up. Maybe say, I am the messed up one here. Because I will definitely. I, I, I have, have to feeling, do something. I have a feeling. You, what do you think you I would do? What's your guess? Uh, hey, uh, I'm not sure what's happening here, but uh, you know, other people got to get going. <laughs> I'm not we sure got, what's got, happening here, <laughs> here but uh, you know, I I, I got to get somewhere. <laughs> No, I'm even. This is even more messed up. I th- now that I think about it, now that I know that you guys don't say anything, I typically don't. I feel I even more messed up. I get. You know what I do it. is like if there are people behind me, I'll look at them like, "Are you seeing this? Are you seeing this?" And then it'll usually get them like a little bit like, "Hey, what's going on over there?" Like, <laughs> like I didn't say anything. I just looked at the lady behind me. Well, you know, so. there was this. There was this one time uh, when my brother was here, and we went to the Starbucks, and. Um, there's some, there's a couple, uh, there's a boy and a girl in front of us. And then like this girl ordering. And so the girl orders and moves to the left. Now the boy and the girl in front of us, the boy's on his phone, uh. right? He's on his phone. And for like 10 minutes, he doesn't look up and we're standing there like six feet away from the front <laughs> because this guy just won't look up and walk forward. And, right. and like at, at one point I was just like, I looked to the left, I looked at my brother, I'm looking to the right. And then like, they go forward. And I was just like, good God, finally. Like, how mm. long? I'm like, and he's like, right? And I was like, you know, it was really nice to grow up when we grew up before everybody got attached to the screen. So we know what life was like before having cell phones. We know what life was like having crappy computers. And now we've seen like this progression. At least uh. we're not, you know, assholes enough to just be like, while everything's going on around like there's and then the, and the line kept backing up so the line was almost out the door and this guy's just there's all this space and we're like and so my brother was like dude i was thinking the same thing like like who is this kid and why is he taking so long to just move forward and then yeah. the girl that he was with didn't say shit either so she's just like she's looking around i feel like you guys would say something if there you was a, walk around if, if you had to if you had I, to. I, I guess if, if I was really, really in a rush for something, yeah. you know, and be like, hey, yo, yo, other people got shit to do, man. Let's go. <laughs> I, w- I would never say that. <laughs> yes. I'd be like, excuse yeah. me, sir. You want to move on? Yeah, gonna... yeah you can say things nicely. I'd, I'd, I'd say it politely. This this will uh, relate to something that we're going to talk about. Uh, I would like to bring up later. 
But uh, yeah, just keep in mind our our conversation right now. But you know, sometimes you have to say something, and it depends oh. on how you say it. I think mm -hmm. yeah. the delivery. I mean, this is a common not, topic. Not what you delivery. Say, like you know. Mike would be like, "Excuse me, sir." You know, be like, it's not Yo. what you say. It's how you say it. I always say that to my kids. Yo, dude, open your eyes. Let's go. Yeah, no, I, I, I might say something like, "Hey, sorry to interrupt what you guys are talking about here." But I'm uh, just going to need to do this thing, and you guys can go back to talking about whatever you're talking about right now. But can we handle this thing real quick? Can you, can you, can we, can you, can we move on? <laughs> you guys can talk afterwards. Oh. Just, uh, anyway. Anyway. It's funny. Anyway. So what else? What else? What do you guys, oh. guys want to talk about? Oh, Anything audio-related, or should we just well, talk about what we're doing? Kind of. And how I we mean, deal with rude people. We can. I, uh, I, did, uh, I, I had my last wedding on Saturday. Um, nice. Last and wedding. You were doing, a, you were doing like a wedding marathon for a while. Oh my goodness, it was retarded. Um, yeah. Sorry, my wife says I shouldn't use that word. It was ridiculous. There's another. Oh, yeah, you got to take uh, that out of your vocabulary. Yeah, I do. I know, I we're do. old school. We're old school. Dude. I know. You know. You gotta, it's it's tough with all this canceling. You know, I'll, I'll get canceled. I, actually, canceled. I don't care. Cancel me, whatever. Okay, <laughs> I'll say what I want. Um. Anyway, so. These clients, they were a little odd. And I was talking with the mom the whole time, the mother of the bride, which normally doesn't happen, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, one of the things she said on the phone call, which was like weird to me, was like, yeah, we're, you know, a big group of, we're a lively group of audiophiles. I'm like, okay, uh -huh. what, what does this mean? Yeah, where are we going with this? <laughs> what what does this mean? Does this mean you're expecting to see B&W Diamond 800s and a Macintosh amp rack at the wedding? I think Reggie was there. Reggie oh, was there, right? Yeah. Reggie, <laughs> Reggie, he, he was there in spirit for sure. He he was putting the cable risers down for you, and he's helping out. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, this is not going to happen. But uh, yeah, I, that was just a weird thing to say. These, they're like, we enjoy all types of music, you know, classical, jazz. I mean, there's like Nora Jones and like Diana Krall on their like playlist stuff, and yeah. Um, but it was funny though. Like, <laughs> you know, they wanted a discount. You know, they felt like they were entitled to have a lot more of my time, wanted to meet up like two days before. And I'm like, what the fuck is they want to meet like, up? Yeah. To like talk about the music. And I'm like, dude, yeah. we could talk okay. about it on the day. Of the I didn't get their playlist till 8 a.m. Saturday. And then, uh, um, you know, a little whole hand holding out to like guide them through all this stuff. So, yeah, kind of like, yeah, I was like, OK, audiophile, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Get it. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like they were like they were like towing in your speakers or anything, right? <laughs> no, like, they, they were. Love... They were. They were. Now, here's a here's a business question I have for you, Chana. So when yeah. somebody wants a discount for your services, uh -huh. do you offer a discount or do you say, "Well, I can bring down the price, but in order to do that, I got to take away something from the package." So what I do, um, if somebody wants a discount. I will say this. Look, I can give you a discount, but you got to pay the full thing up front and it's non-refundable. That way it protects me. And then, but uh, also it's like situational, you know, yeah. and like she was like talking about all of this, that, and then I was like, okay, all right, you know, um, I'll just do it, whatever. Um, yeah. So yeah, so she agreed to all the terms and then she also wanted to add something into the contract that like if Mono County, that's, that's the county we live in, uh, shuts down gatherings, uh, over 40 people by the time then then that would constitute a refund if the town had to close stuff i was like okay sure whatever i'll put right. that in the contract too yeah which obviously didn't happen we didn't have any bad weather or anything like that or, yeah 
Uh, did the wedding couple ask for uh, <laughs> REW measurements? I just saw that, dude. That's awesome, Juan. I love it. That's hilarious. Um, that would be good. great if they did. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Um, a dear, uh, my price per hour, I actually do a day price because, uh, depending on the event, uh, the location of the event depends on what equipment I have to bring, but I usually charge $3,000 a day. So that's like, that's like my price. Um, and, um, yeah, so, so it was, it was pretty interesting and like, I thought it was going to be a headache, but you know what? It wasn't just dealing with the mom was the headache. So, so here's what she wanted me wanted to talk about. She's like. And this is why she didn't send the bride and groom's playlist link. It was like a Spotify playlist, like they, you know, have a share link. Um, no, I will not accept a youth man discount. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> Unless it's for youth man, then, then we'll work something out. Hey, dude, I ain't getting married again. We're done. <laughs> well, you got one more daughter, right? Mm. <laughs> got one more. There we go. That's oh, true. my God. And the dad, the dad, Larry, he was so excited. He was having a, he comes up and talked to me a few times. I'm like, like you're you're really excited. He's like, yeah, I just married my daughter off. I'm mm. done. He's excited. I'm, I'm like, okay. <laughs> just, he just got a raise is what he's thinking. Out. Exactly. He's like, he, he had one more big blowout, <laughs> right? And then and then he gets to keep more money. So that's funny. Um, yeah. So apparently the bride and groom's playlist, they had a lot of like songs that meant a lot to them, but they were in the eyes of you know the mother of the bride, depressing. And she, she was like, so at the ceremony, before the ceremony started, she's like, so yeah, if you could just not play any of those depressing songs, like that would be great. Yeah, and I was just like, well, you know, um, do you guys know the song um, Separate Ways by Journey? I don't know. It just One day love yeah. will find you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Break those yep. chains that bind you. Okay. Yep. okay. It's, a, it's a really upbeat song and like, you know, great song. <laughs> but if you actually listen to the lyrics, it's actually very sad. It is a very, very sad uh, song, you know, though we touched and went our separate ways. Like it's about two people that loved each other for one right. moment and then they're gone. Like, I don't no. know, you know, if he ever hurts you, you know, true love yeah. won't uh, forget you. You know, I still love you. Kind of a weird we song for a wedding. And, hopefully, you know. hopefully it's right, not but, foreshadowing what's going to happen. You know, but right. here's the, yeah. But here's the thing. I found this girl who did a cover of it on YouTube with just a guitar. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's yeah. so it's beautiful. It's sad. It's beautiful. It's uh, and I play that during mm -hmm. dinner. And like I told her, I'm like, look, I play this song during dinner and people sing along. Right. Like they they love it. Even though this it's a sad song, sure. it doesn't right. bring the mood right. or the vibe of the yeah. wedding down, you know? Yeah. Oh. So it was it was just it was just kind of weird. And then it was kind of nostalgic. It kind of takes them back to, you know, many years ago when they used to sing that and and, and possibly a, a time in their and, and and a time in their life when they did like go through that, you know. Yeah, maybe then, maybe they maybe they were married before and then they separated and they got back together well that's actually kind of what happened oh right? hey, see? they were going Figured out and then they they sp split up to go uh college their separate ways they've known each other for many many years like high school and then they like came back together you know after college and all this that and the other and they were both single and then they had lunch and then there it is they're, we're, it here, we're here now yeah and like they're avid like skiers here in mammoth like they had a uh, slideshows going on i'm like oh my god that's an awesome picture that's an awesome and they're all around uh mammoth mountain and and nice. a bunch of lodges and stuff but um yeah uh so so okay sorry i'm getting a little sidetracked so so during the the event like i never talked to the bride and groom until just after the reception and then um 
or the ceremony. And then while we we're in the reception, right as dinner was uh, happening, you know, I said, what's up to them. And then groom is like, hey, man. So Judy, that's the bride's mom. Judy's saying our playlist is a downer. Can you do me a favor and just play our songs? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, cool, dude. You got it. And, and I knew exactly which songs it was. It was all the death cab for cutie. Like, good songs. It's the guy, the singer from the Postal Service. I don't know if you guys know these groups. Uh, they're a little bit older. But uh, um, I just went back there. Boop. Put on a death cab for cutie song. He walks over. Yeah. Boop. High five. So, And nobody knew. Nobody noticed. Nobody cared. Everybody's having a good time. They're already drinking. Like. It was just, it was just funny, you know. The bride's mom is saying, "Don't play this," and then the groom is like, "Dude, you got to play this." And like, okay, <laughs> it's like, who, who do you please? The one that paid for the wedding or the one that's getting married? You know, it's like, yeah, I went, and that was the other thing. The bride was really weird. Like, I got a weird vibe from the bride. I didn't know what was going on, and even like, you know, I was, I was about to play the last song, so I go up to her. I'm like, uh, I was like, "Hey, Lauren, um, I'm gonna pay, play the last song. Do you have anything in particular you want to hear?" She's like. Oh, you know what? This is Judy's party. That's her mom. Um, mm-hmm. So just ask her. I'm like, whoa, that's weird. Funny. Yeah, it's weird. I'm like, oh. this is Judy's party. Yeah, this is. Yeah, right. that, and she party. didn't even say this is my mom's party. She said this is Judy's party. I was like, oh, this is odd. And then so at, packing up, I find out from the bartender that the bride had come up to her at 7:30 p.m. and said, "This is my first drink." And he's like, "Really? Why?" She's like, "I've been vomiting all day." And I'm oh. like, "Oh." This is why. So they got super hammered Friday night to the point where she's probably trying to throw up and not getting anything on her wedding dress. And like all this is happening. It's supposed to be a fun day. And she's just like hungover and vomiting and stuff. I'm like, oh, that's why it was a weird vibe. She was probably just stressed and just not wanting to be there. But at the same time, it's her wedding day. So like. I don't know. I guess I guess it sucks, but she's probably watching this stream. right That's what I was thinking, man. Yeah. What is she watching? Huh? If she's uh, watching, Lauren, I I hope you feel better. Your wedding was awesome. I rocked it. Oh yeah, and I got so many compliments from. um, I rocked it. (laughs) Yeah. No, everybody had a great old time. You you were about to throw up, but I rocked. (laughs) I made up for it. That's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Look at Reginald. If if it's Judy's party, well, it was known as a forced marriage. (laughs) Oh god. Mercy. Oh man, that's hilarious. Yeah. That's hilarious. What should we talk about, Michael? What do you want to? What do you want to? What do you want to do today, man? I don't. I've been so kind of out of the the audio loop for a while, man. I'm just. I'm kind of like Chana, man. I'm in this focus mode of the other business, trying to get projects done on that side of it, on the web website design and video editing for other clients. So, so, so basically, you're making money right now because it's either we're, we're either we're doing audio stuff and we're doing. Like fun stuff, like audio, and you're not making money, or you're actually making money. Is that what you're exactly. saying? Exactly, exactly. And it's good money. I mean, I'm doing a a 42 page website for one client. I've got another one that's it's like a um, it's an online course that they want me to develop for them with um, testing, and you got to calculate as far as they've got to get a certain percentage to pass, and if they don't pass, they don't go into the next section and that sort of thing. So. That's been a fun project working on that. So definitely got some big projects that I'm working on. And and uh, so that's consuming a lot of my time. Like even today, I was ready to go in the theater room and shoot. And then I get an email. Here's the first set of the content. And so I just said, all right, it's go time, man. And I started working on it. You uh, know yeah. what I want to know? I want to know how much difference those uh, the ceiling uh, treatment and you did. Everybody you asked. You have to check it out. You put them no, up. No, you, can't, you didn't. Dude. 
You could have like, put on your system for a second and just like listen. Literally, like I mean, I got them installed, and it's like okay, boom. Because the past probably month, yeah, it's been about a month that I've been working on these projects. So it literally is consuming my time. So I believe it, man. I believe it. Yeah, but it's fun. Yeah, though. Right. Like I said, I I love it. I enjoy it. I um, mean, I haven't even had a chance to check out like Dune. I miss that. You know, it's like oh, dude, all, they're all having fun with it. Like, yeah, it's awesome. Like, I'm working. <laughs> you know, did you did so, you download the new uh, Call of Duty Vanguard yet? I haven't. I haven't. I downloaded I it on Friday. It came out Friday, and so yeah. I was just like, oh, I'm downloading this. Hopefully, I can play it like after the wedding or something. So it's um, basically out. Yeah. Is it Outcast? I guess. What do they call that? Not Outcast. The group, What's the map, Southern Playalistic Cadillac oh, Funk oh my Music. Gosh. <laughs> I don't ever play that word, but anyway, it's a style of play. It's a big open area. Oh, Warzone. No. Yeah, Warzone. Battle no. Royale. No, I mean I play that too, but it's it's that. Oh my Outcast, Chana. It's not Outcast, <laughs> but, but it starts with an O. Help me out in the chat, man. Elevators. No, that's, that's not an O. Oh, yeah. Me. Because I play a lot you, of zombies. Your <laughs> and your dad, too. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So, But it's basically, that's the only board, the only map that's available, or that style of play, if that makes sense. It's not oh, like zombies. an open world? Yeah, it's not zombies, but it starts with... I'm telling you, it's oh. Warzone. It's Warzone. It's, it's got to be Warzone. It's got to be Warzone. No, it's not Outcry. Outcry. That's a different game. Uh, online multiplayer? It's one of the styles. Like, when right you now. open up Call of Duty, mm-hmm. you've got the list of different things you can play. Sure. You can play yeah. campaigns, zombies, multiplayer. Matter if, zombies. if this is all we talk about from Outbreak. here to the end, Outbreak we, is what it's called. You you found it? Outbreak. Oh, Outbreak. oh, it's, uh-huh. it's, that's oh, the only okay. thing that's available right now is Outbreak. Uh-huh. And I don't do a whole lot of Outbreak. Wait, wait. What do you mean? What? That's no. The whole game's available. Is it really? Yeah, I, I just thought, okay. Dude, okay. I got I was, my guy to level thirty like last night. I was just like, this is so so easy. I was seeing like um, uh, a couple of guys online. They were playing it when it first came out. Mm, oh, uh, the beta. When it was yeah. the beta, it was just like one level or two. Uh, okay. <laughs> so maybe that's what I was watching. Okay, cool. That makes more sense. Oro 3D brain. You guys are saying I'm the instigator. You guys are the instigators. Who? So somebody said up here something about like, so you still beefing with, uh, still beefing with, with Audioholics? With Gene? I'm like beefing. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I, th- I think I'm the only one that really has a problem with Gene. But, oh man, uh, you know. no, I I hit him up right after and talked to him. I was messaging him for like a good while, you know. Afterwards, yeah. But nah, beef. Come on, man. <laughs> beef. That's all I'm saying. Beef. Um, yeah. yeah. You know what? Um. So so, do you know um, how like the Call of Duty franchise works, Mike? Because I know you kind of play a little bit. Yeah, so there, I, I didn't get into it until this last one. That right, was like use your son to I'd play ever... with your son and stuff like that. Yeah, right? spend time with him and got into zombies, enjoyed that. So um, the way Call of Duty works is one studio does it, and it's either the Black Ops okay, uh, or the Modern Warfare or right. the World War II stuff. So now we're back into World War II. That's the new one. Right, Vanguard. that's Vanguard, yeah. Right. Okay. And like, so it's back to like... Um, trench warfare just running yeah. through these trenches older, you know, a bunch older of guns like, and stuff yeah, older guns yeah and there is just something about me playing that style of shooter in that right. time period yeah. and listening to listening to joy division radio on pandora okay. there's just something about 
like that like type of music, of a dichotomy. I don't know if you'd call it a dichotomy, but know. just 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 how it like matches up, mm. like. Um, and I just I, I just got unlocked the like uh, scope on the pistol, not a scope, but just the little lens, and I was just running through, da -da, pop 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 pop, just listening to this music, and I'm just like, right. oh my god, I'm doing so well. Like, what is it with this and this music? Mm -hmm. And then and then um, I don't know if you got you guys know the Cure, right? The band, mm -hmm. the Cure from yeah. the '80s. So Song of Theirs came on the Forest, and then I was just like, oh, let me go and listening to this. Um, <clears throat> there's a song, and you guys, I, I wanted to bring this up because here. Um, this question, I'll, I'll create a banner. Uh, do bands really, do bands these days, these days, really play? Right? That's, that's, the, that's the thing. Because there's a song called Fascination Street by The Cure. You guys check it out. Fascination Street. When you're ready to like sit down with your glass of wine or you're like stogie or whatever it is. Um, and you're listening to some music on your you know, system, check out um, Fascination Street by The Cure. Literally the first two and a half minutes, there's no words. It's all instrumental. And then, and then when the vocals come in and the, you know, they go from you know, part A to chorus, part B, bridge, whatever. Uh, it's, just, it's, just so, it's just so much better. And, I was, and my wife and I were, were talking about it. Like, are there any bands that really like to play and like play these like long instrumental portions. Like usually they would do it like at live shows. Like, you know, mm -hmm. we, we used to, we saw the Dave Matthews band a whole bunch. And like, you know, this, this kind of started while I was playing Call of Duty last night. And then it went into like 6 a.m. She and I were just watching, uh, watching DJ sets and listening to music and going back, you know, um, you know, checking out Block Party. Do you guys remember Block Party? The band, British mm -hmm. band. Like no. 2005, 2006, oh, or 2007, maybe? Fantastic band. But anyway, Fascination Street, The Cure. And I was just like, man, but The Cure is from like the 80s, right? So um, definitely check it out. And I was thinking, what other bands, new bands play like this? So then I realized, wait, last year, Rufus Dussault did this uh, YouTube video where they're live in Joshua Tree. And the mm -hmm. first track... Is like their new their newest song at the time, um, Eyes. Right? I and, have no idea what you're talking about right now. <clears throat> oh, here I'm lost. I'm just right. nodding my head. It's all good. So it's basically like, um, like if you listen to songs nowadays, it's like it's still like you know, 20 seconds, 15 seconds, then the vocal comes in, uh -huh. and then you're already into the verse. Or if they start with the chorus, you start there. But like, there's no saying. like they don't they getting... don't do the thing where they they play and get kind of get you into the thing. Yeah, and then... they got to get you in the mood. Kind of right. like like we were testing out Hotel California. How long do they? How long before right. they actually get into it? So well, okay. see, and and that live version is great because he just does that like you know he's just noodling on the guitar and then the like noodling. you know noodling. Yeah, that's what yeah. No, I got uh, you. I'm, and I'm, um, you're teaching me. And noodling. uh, noodling. Yeah, and that then, sounds uh, kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing over there with your guitar? Just noodling. Well, it's like, it's like a breakdown, though, right? Like he, st it starts off. You hear each instrument, and then you're like, oh. And then when it all comes together, like, oh, I and, see. And, and then the when the components. crowd realizes what song it is, you uh -huh. know, they start cheering. Dun dun dun. The main riff comes on, you know, uh -huh. and then and then the crowd goes crazy. Um, just like that. It's just like that, Joe. Um, I got you. So like Fascination Street by here, I'll, I'll post it on here. Um, the Cure, you guys check this out. You know, uh, 
Fascination Street. Check out Fascination Street. We're all just noodling Street. in here, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're all just exactly. noodling in here. See, then the, you, guys, you guys think that we're not making any sense, right? You, you think that this, but it'll come together. Just wait. Fascination yeah. Street. <laughs> Got to Google that. Fascination Street. And then the other one is this um, Rufus Dussol. So, so Rufus Dussol is a, um, is a trio, an electronic music trio. And their whole intro, it was like two and a half. No, it was like three minutes of just this intro. And then they get into the song and it was done masterfully. Like it's just a bunch mm. of like little, like it's like percussion here, a little bloop, 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 you know, and all of a sudden it just builds up, builds up, builds up and dun, 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 and then they just get into it. It's fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Like a Dave Matthews concert, 40 minute songs, yeah, like 10 or 12, song. 10 or 12. Yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah. maybe we should talk a little bit about some audio. There you go. And I'm, I'm, I'm worried about talking about this next topic that I have written down here. What you got? I'm concerned. Because, like, I was going to talk about, I did a frequency response measurement of this new MacBook Pro, the 14-inch. Mm-hmm. Like, who does that? Like, I'm taking measurements of the speakers on these, like, little tiny. Joe does. Yeah. I, I figure somebody has to. Are they pretty decent? Um, you know. I mean, decent. I'm not for, expecting I think a they're lot. the best for a laptop. Yeah. Best I've heard for a laptop. Yeah. Um, But I, I actually ordered a 16. <laughs> the 14 is cool, but I'm like, nah, I think I want the 16. Anyway, Chana, did you order one yet or no? What is that? A MacBook. MacBook. New MacBook. Oh, no, no, no. I bought that new mixer. Okay. I was just concerned because I was like telling you you shouldn't. But I figure if I bring it up and I talk about how awesome the MacBook Pro is, then you're going to get that look in your eye with a little glisten. And then you start (laughs) going there and you start ordering. I don't want to be a bad influence. (laughs) I don't want to be a bad influence. That's right. No, man. But yeah. I, I did a. I posted it. Took a frequency. They're doing some pretty interesting stuff on that, where they do like the dynamic EQ. You know, as you turn it down, it gives you more right. bass, and then cool. you turn it turn it up. Can't handle the bass, so it turns down the bass. Uh, so yeah, it's doing all that. Nice. But, uh, yeah, overall, it's an awesome machine, and it's what I'm using now. So if any issues, it's because of this machine. Right. Word. Yeah. I'm still um, waiting to hear back from the dude about the camera, man. I'm ready oh, to yeah, buy. you're going to get a new setup, huh? Yeah, just wait on to email me back. Exciting. All exciting stuff. Um, what else? Oh, I I made a video about those Monolith Encore speakers. Okay. I don't know if you saw those, but dude, I've been, you know, those are the ones I've been like, I wish I could tell you guys. Mm-hmm. So I finally was able to release the video, and I'm super excited about those. Yeah, I think they're just awesome. And I remember one of the things I was like, I tested to see if the sub was on. Have you guys ever done that? Like, you're playing some speakers and you're like, make sure the subs aren't on. Have you ever had to do that? You have? Yes. Yeah. Michael, no? I actually did that the other day. I was like, wait a second. Just to make sure, right? That part again? Like, have you ever had to, like, have you ever been testing, like, some speakers and because you're hearing some bass, you're like, oh, let me make sure my subs aren't on because... Oh, yeah. Sure. So Same one guy commented that like, yeah, right. Like that's that's like those are lies. That's like just marketing right there. Right. That's one of the comments I got, and I was like, have you, have you like bass is omnidirectional. You can't tell where it's coming from sometimes. And I, I was like, it's not like I was saying, you know, if I played a movie, yeah, it's not like I wouldn't be able to tell. Whether it was, I'm just like I'm playing a yeah. song, right? Right. And 
it sounded like more bass than I was expecting, so I wanted to make sure my subs were off. Yeah. And uh, I didn't know that that was like a debatable thing. I thought that was like, you know, pretty common. Anyway, so those speakers are awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna do a I'm gonna do one on the floor standing speakers. How 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 awesome, Joe? How is awesome this, is this a if you want to get started in home theater with like a basic 5.0, 5.1, is this your go-to for you know, like under two grand? You know, it's crazy. It's kind of like uh, now that we have all these measurements out, right? And hopefully Aaron gets some um, uh, to review. It's kind of like, for me at least, maybe other people don't care, but it like keeps you on your toes, right? Like you don't want to recommend something that's like yeah. measures like pure garbage, right? Mm-hmm. But it, yeah. on the other hand, it's like, what if you just like them, you know? Yeah. So it's it's tough. You don't want to make a recommendation where it's just just because you like them versus where they're objectively like just really good. Yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, I would say I'm confident in saying that I like them, and I think that they're going to measure well as well. Yeah. I was really so, Im- impressed with the Monolith series that I reviewed. It's been probably at least a year or two ago. It was like their mini towers. And they had the built-in Atmos. Now, the Atmos was the least like exciting part about that set. Mm-hmm. But just overall, overall sound quality, I was really, really pleased with it. Didn't have a lot of bottom end, but as long as you paired it with a subwoofer. you know. But again, these are mini towers. They're kind of like kind of bookshelfish, kind mm-hmm. of, but not Stand even mount. really. As, Stand mount. Yeah. Yeah, basically. So they're kind of like, well, I think they were calling them mini towers, but, mm-hmm. but definitely great. Um, kind of bang for your buck kind of thing. So if your budget isn't really huge, but you want something that sounds good. So I could easily see where, you know, this new series would sound great as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're kind of uh, on a streak, right? Yeah. Like almost everything great, that man. they've been making are pretty much hits. Yeah. yeah. So. For sure, Snoots. What did Snoots say? He says, we, we know, know Mike and needs, that, needs bottom that bottom end. end. I do, man. I mean, it's just, it's hard for me to really enjoy a. <laughs> <laughs> I really need that bottom end. There you go. Get uh, Michael, <laughs> don't you in. think like you could probably build a, uh, a monolith system that Easily. you would, you know, Easily. be pretty and happy. I mean, enjoy. a complete system 100%. too. HTP one. They got yep. all the speakers that are, yep. that you're saying are pretty good. Yep. And then they got subs. Yeah. Yeah, Some. like I, I mean, honestly, even the um, the what was it, the thirteen inch? Mm-hmm. Golly, that thing's a beast, man. Mm-hmm. It's a big old, you know, like just a, it'll slam, and especially if you're able to do a pair of those, man. I'm glad. I'm glad we both got to review those because now I have an idea of like, yeah, we we have a reference point. Like if you say those are pretty awesome, I reviewed yeah. them and I thought they were yeah. pretty impressive. So, yeah. yeah, at least I have an idea. So, so you want to test That's the 16? 16. The, I know. <laughs> I'll be honest, man. It take and Joe knows this. It takes a lot of work reviewing big, heavy monster subwoofers. You know, I mean, even just getting it into your room. You know, for me, I've got to bring it around from my garage all the way around the side of my house. Um, go through the back door of the theater room because the front door that's inside the house it's like a half door. And the other half is blocked by my riser. So I can't open it up fully to get anything big through there. So I've got to come through the double sliding glass door. Which means going around. Oh, man. Gene ain't got nothing on me, man. I just, 
though my see my guns were hidden by my mic. <laughs> that's how small they are. I mean, yeah, the that's not. Cover. Don't, don't, don't no, it's all that. about perspective, man. Perspective. <laughs> yeah, Mike's like five feet back. <laughs> that's right, it's perspective, man. <laughs> oh, oh man, that's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, definitely mono monoprice is. I still remember the very first time when they first came out and they were like, yeah, we're making amplifiers and we're making speakers. And I'm like, that's garbage. Yeah. I'm just thinking in, in my brain, I'm thinking there's no way. Why are they even wanting to get into this space? And I was really, really skeptical, but then I started seeing some online articles and I'm like seeing a couple of reviews and they're like, these are actually really good. And I'm like, really? So I'm like, fine, let me get something in. And I remember they shipped, I don't even remember the, the first thing I got from them, but I was like, whoa, that's like, I'm really impressed by that. And then they sent more. And then one time they sent in like 800 pounds worth of speakers and subwoofers. And I had a huge stack of stuff. Might man. as well. Like, I thought, throw, it, throw it all on the same pallet. I was like, yeah, man. So I was like, all right, this is, this is actually legit, man. So, but I hope he's done a great job with that. I know he's, he's kind of spearheaded that and, really wanted to create some products that that wouldn't necessarily break the bank, even though like the HTP one, it's not inexpensive, but, and I get this question or this comment a lot when I make a comment that this is affordable. And when you're talking about a $4,000 unit, mm -hmm. well, what I'm talking about is in context. And so in the world of processors, $4,000 is affordable, because when you look at the competition, you've got Storm, you've got Trinov, you know, you've got uh, Lingdorf, and all of these are 15000 12000 30000 So 4000 is very affordable in that space and in that context. I'm not necessarily saying that anybody can afford $4,000. Not everybody's going to go to a, a separate setup, you know, with a processor and a, a dedicated amp or multiple amplifiers. But... You know, but they're making some stuff that that, like I said, in that space, if you're looking for a processor, man, that's a great, great bargain uh, for that. I hear you. Hey, I got a I got a comment the other day, Michael, yeah. basically saying that like my my videos are too complicated. Oh really? So I thought the I try to keep them relatively yeah. simple, and they said, "Hey man, I I love your videos and all, you know, like I like what you're doing, but uh." You should watch Michael. Like you should, you should. Michael knows how to do it. And I'm like, All yeah, you're probably right. Is, Michael's like his his uh, understanding is so low, and Joe's like so high that they're like, man, Michael just puts the cookies on the bottom shelf so everybody can reach them. Puts the cookies on the bottom shelf. Yeah. See, see what I mean? I, I do have to take notes shelf. from you. Put the cookies on the shelf. That's yeah, like a man. song. Yeah. <laughs> that's honestly though. That's that's where I've always tried to do in anything that I teach, you know, when I was a student pastor, when I was preaching, when I was, you know, making YouTube videos, doesn't matter if I'm explaining any kind of concept to somebody, I just try to break it down to where it's really, really easy to understand. I don't, I don't try to get too deep in the technical side of it. Mm -hmm. I just want it to be understandable. So a lot of times I'll try to use illustrations to, kind of help them to visualize, oh, okay, I see what that's doing, whether I'm talking about aperture on a camera, you know, or, uh, you know, something like that, where somebody may be like, what the heck is an aperture, you know, mm -hmm. well, let's just break it down. Let's just make it, make it really simple. 
it's a bigger hole, you know, more light can come through. So when you start, you know, just making it real simple, I just want people to be able to watch my videos and go, Oh, I get it. You know, yeah. audio doesn't have to be super complex, even though it can be, you yeah. know, I just, I choose not to go down that road and I just try to keep it simple. Yeah. You know, I was on this discord channel for uh, MacBook stuff, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Just going to, you know, asking if I was making the right decision, you know, different. There's so many options, right? Yeah. And then for some reason, I mentioned, hey, I measured these speakers. And then this other guy who has some WLA Phantoms was like, oh, yeah. Like, he started talking to me about audio mm-hmm. in this Discord group that's, you know, supposed to be about Apple products or whatever. Yeah. And some guy came in and he's like, yeah, I was looking at some speakers, but I ended up, uh, it was too complicated. Like, I was looking on YouTube and doing some research it was too complicated and i ended up just buying some headphones and i'm happy i was like oh man did we mess up like i hope you didn't watch my videos and then think like oh it's too complicated but i think part of it and why i'm so adamant about good information being out there is because i think first of all expensive stuff right how many people are so caught up on like showing the most expensive thing so when you're getting into it you're like is that what i have to buy in order to get good sound because that's way out of my price range mm-hmm. like not even close to what yeah. i think is realistic and then you get dudes that are talking about stuff that i don't personally think makes that much difference and they're hyping it up as if it makes a huge difference and so now the people are like oh then i guess i gotta get that too mm-hmm. then i gotta get you know this DAC and these cables and all this stuff, and that's ah, too much. Just gonna get some headphones, <laughs> you know. Um, so I don't know. I think I think you're onto something, though, Michael, about keeping it simple, because I guess it's like one of those things. Like we have a mixed class. Let's just say, yep. sure. You know, we have people in here that are super advanced. Yep. And if I were to talk in my videos like like they're recommending, you guys would get so bored. Be like, be like oh, the God. same like beginner stuff all the time. Yeah. So right? what do you do when you have a class where like yeah. beginner, intermediate, and advanced? Yeah. Who do you appeal to? What? Like, and to me, I think it's just a good idea to mix it up. You know, make mm-hmm. some videos that are. And this is one thing that that I would love to do more of is make just some really, really, really basic videos. Uh, and it's kind of hard because, like you said, they're the people that have been with me on my channel for three years, four years. And you're like, this is stuff they already know. Mm-hmm. But what you have to realize is we've got thousands of people that are coming to our channel, subscribing, that probably are very new to this hobby. And so, you know, you and I had to learn all this stuff at one point. Mm-hmm. And so why not teach that and pass that information on to them too? But it's just hard. You've just got to mix it up, do some mm-hmm. easy stuff, do some deep dive stuff. And it is, it's hard to appeal to everybody. And sometimes you just got to make a decision like, who do you want to serve? Like what style do you want to do? If you want to be just all about the numbers and all about the, you know, the graphs and charts and things like that, then go for it. That's your style. The good thing is there's so many different people doing the same thing that we're doing. Mm. You know, our audience has the ability to kind of get that variety, you know, based on what they like. So, so you think it's like, um, I guess I'm I'm trying not to go for like lowest common denominator, right? Yeah. Like I said, like I'm trying up. not to do that because I know that that's probably the best thing to do. 
But I'm like, I, I might get I bored if I'm talking great. like that. I, like, I do want to get, <laughs> do wanna get yeah, crazy right? into it yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Personally. I think it's great when you take a deep dive into stuff because there are going to be some people that want to know that. So, yeah. Clay, appreciate it, man. Yeah, I'm wondering so if like, it was just one of those too. things like, you know what? I'm going to have a, a channel, like beginner, then intermediate, and then an advanced channel. Yeah. Subscribe to the one that, that you fit into. I mean, it's it's one of those things where, um, you know, I'll do all the setup mm -hmm. videos for the TVs. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like if it's a Sony TV from mm -hmm. last year and then this year, unless they change the operating system, it's probably going to be the same thing. You know, and yeah. like my my regular viewers may watch, may may not. I think I think I know for a fact Tristan Jones watches pretty much all of them, um, <laughs> if not all of them. Um, and it's probably it's information they a don't need, but yeah. they're just supporting the channel by yeah, just watching, absolutely. right? Yeah. But but when new people are coming in and they're like, oh, how do I set up Dolby Atmos on the Sony A90J? And they just yeah. search Dolby Atmos Sony A90J, boom, my video pops up. Yep. And then exactly. they're like, oh my gosh, this is how you do it. Right. And you know, I I just watched a video the other day with Sean Cannon. He was talking about it's okay to almost like repeat the same information because there's a good chance that there's a ton of people that even subscribe to you didn't even see that video. The first How many one. times do you get somebody that that makes a comment? They're like, "Dude, I wish you would finally you know put out your review on that." Um, I did that three months ago. Here's <laughs> the link. That two years <laughs> ago. It's like, like, yeah, they don't they don't see every single video that right. we you know, that we crank out. And so I think it's fine to, you know, to do something on a different TV, but it's the same subject. Cause mm -hmm. like you said, there are people that are searching for that specific unit. Yeah. It just happens to cover the same topic. And so, yeah, but it's, I it mean, it reminds me of a uh, FOMO had Aaron on, they did a, a live stream and he reminded everybody maybe about like 20 times throughout the whole thing. Yeah. If you're going to, you know, if you if you drop a super chat, then uh, I'll match it. It goes yeah. towards Aaron and what he's doing. He said it about twenty times. I'm like, oh man, he's persistent. Yeah, yeah. awesome. I, I should do that more often too. Which reminds me, if you want to be part of the after show, Patreon.com/slash/DailyHiFi. That's how you uh, that's how you get to us afterwards, and uh, we're gonna have a good time over there. Boom. Our current patrons. I, I don't know if we've updated this, but thank you to all our patrons. Boom. Anyway, what else? Uh, somebody said something awesome over here. Where is it? Let me find it. What is that? What's that? It was a deer, and he said, <clears throat> those of us that have been subs for a long time will help out with the noobs. Yeah, and that's it's kind great. of like, and then I think Reggie also backed that up, and he says, you have to pay forward. In other words, teach the people behind you in line. Right. And so maybe it's one of those things where... <clears throat> Maybe the folks in the comments, yeah. actually, that's what we're, we're always trying to do is foster a community. Correct. Right. And, and it definitely helps. And I love seeing other people answering questions and I'm like, yeah, that's the that's best. Awesome. and I just, I just put some pointy fingers. I'm like, yep. What he said, cause he was spot on, you know? Right. Right. So, yeah, I think, um, yeah. FOMO did Aaron right. Yeah, yeah was great, I thought that was uh, super cool of him. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that sounded I know, wrong. I know all of FOMO's <laughs> tricks now. Like pretty much, I've downloaded all the tricks that he. That's he funny. Does. FOMO, you should make. So a I don't want to. I don't want to put them out there because I don't. You know, they're surprises. <laughs> Lay them out super there, man. Prepared. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 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 Um. What else? Um. 
Yeah, so let's keep it simple. Keep it simple. I'm gonna. I'm, I will take some notes from you though, Michael. Honestly, like I ne next time I'm gonna be like, here's the video I want to put out. Can you mm -hmm. tell me why it sucks? <laughs> why it's too complicated? See, I am not the guy that that I'm not the. Uh, I don't know, man. Sometimes I look at my channel and I go, man, you know, what am I doing wrong? Because a lot of sometimes you'll see your, like your stats going like this. You're like, dude, that sucks. <laughs> That's not good. You know. But it's like anything else. I mean, there are times that it's it's peaking and sometimes it's dipping and sometimes yeah. it's flat. And yeah. and really, I, I guess for me, as I'm learning, it's just really about kind of like even what I, I kind of teach in home theaters, that it's really about the journey. It's about the process. It's not necessarily about hitting a certain mark um, because there's always going to be another mark. I mean, China just hit 100,000, but it's like, okay, there's always going to be another mark. You know, yeah, you just next? crossed the 15 million views. Yeah. yeah. I was that saying, was there's awesome. going to be another one, right? Yeah. There's going to be 20 and 25 and 50. And, you know, but the thing is, is that, you know, I'm looking at, at helping a community, fostering a great community. Um, and of course, trying to build a business for our family, you know, one that can support me, my family, my wife, my two kids that are in college that we're helping out. Um, we got three weddings to to fund sometime down the road. Sean is expensive. Yeah. It's well, dude, weddings are expensive. No joke, man. No joke. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Trust me. So, and, you know, we even had to help out my son because they just didn't have the, you know, his side or her side of the family didn't have the, the means to be able to afford the wedding. So we basically paid for that one. So, you know. Snoots. Snoot says Discord is the advanced channel. Yeah, yeah we get down. We have a, a home theater. There's a home theater Discord <laughs> that we get down with Dirac and like graphs, and we just get crazy in there. So, John, that might cause a, a different kind of rise in my channel. Oh, <laughs> you laid it up perfectly, Mike. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should do that. Uh, nah, no, 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 no. Fo FOMO Mike. is the master salesman. He <clears throat> knows how to sell himself. Yeah. FOMO does a great job. Fan. He is, man. He's, he's smooth. Yeah, and I love, I love FOMO's personality. Organized, everything's like yeah. in order. It's fantastic. When he does his live streams, I mean, he's prepared. He comes into it like prepared, like he's ready. <laughs> so, yeah. But if if you know that he's selling, is that master salesman? Because mm. you shouldn't know that you're being. You shouldn't know that oh, you're being sold. So yeah. after you bought it and went, yeah, gum, yeah. he got me. <laughs> oh, got me. I didn't need that. I Darn. didn't need that external uh, <laughs> uh, active crossover. What this? <laughs> why? Why did I buy this? Uh, uh, Clay, Clay, Joe, um, did did you tired of uh, eating chicken at weddings? Funny thing you should say that because we it was a buffet this time and I was walking through the owner of the restaurants there and he's like, all right, we got tri-tip and we got chicken. I'm like, fuck the chicken, bro. I got enough chicken at home. Let's just yeah. go all tri-tip. Screw Dang. the vegetables. Give me some mashed potatoes and some salad. And we're good. You know? I'm, I'm, I'm feeling this right here. Mark that? Wilson. Oh, the daily hi-fi masterclass. Class. Each member handles different aspects of building a theater. I like this idea. Hmm. I'm feeling this idea. Mark Wilson. If you guys want to, if you guys want to do something like this, I'm feeling this idea a lot. There you, go. you know, like join this thing, and then you know, we'll look at it from different angles, right? However, however you like to learn, you know. Mm -hmm. If you like lots of cussing, Chana's channel, okay. right? He's got the. the I don't same actually cuss. I don't cuss in my. Not videos. in his, yeah, yeah. I know. I, 
It's just in the live here. stream. Only here. Um, but yeah, I think that's a great idea. I like it. I like the idea. Hey, um, good question. Juan said, I saw other people ask, but did you guys see the announcement on IMAX Enhance coming to Disney yeah. Plus? Oh, is my that right? I didn't see thought, that. Yeah, my initial thought is, I know, and it's selfish, you know, for mm -hmm. me, I don't see that it really benefits my setup at all with a Cinescope screen. You know, if you're just going to make the, the Oh, the if it's all, visually, if you just want the, like, a top and bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. So for me, that would cause, what would that be? Would that be bars on the top and the bottom and left? You'd, and have, right? you'd have bars on the sides. That? You'd have like a 55 inch TV. Yeah. That. It would shrink it down that. so bad. Like, I, oh, that's right. Yeah. So it would just, <laughs> Give me bars on the side. It'd be like a actually a more narrow sixteen by nine. So here's here's actually a good question, and I posed this in one of the comments because somebody asked about what I thought about it. So if you have a sixteen by nine screen, which the vast majority of people do, whether it's TV or projection, if they introduce and in, and in start doing more of this IMAX enhanced, so that is a taller screen. So that by nature is going to cause a 16 by nine screen to have gray bars on the left and right. Correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kind of like, okay. But here's the thing though. Not all IMAX enhanced movies have that. Okay. For, for instance, bad boys for life is in IMAX enhanced, but so it's, it's still it's 16. A, it's, okay. it's a still, mm. no, it's a scope. You know, I had bars on top and bottom because it was a 2.35 okay. uh, to so one ratio. It, okay, so it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a taller screen. Okay. Correct. Yeah, it depends realize. on, like, how they implement it. But now, as far as the sound is concerned, yeah, I think that, that's great. That's yeah, that a huge... Improve, in, sure. Yeah. yeah. I like that IMAX enhanced sound. I was just wondering about visually, though, like, how that would... Yeah would change you know and and, and and i do hate the ones that like go back and forth it's like imac all of a sudden it's full yeah. screen and then it's boom black bars i'm like wait a second didn't mm -hmm. we have black bars a minute ago and then it's full screen during a fighting yeah. thing it like transformers they used to do yeah. that all the time yeah uh, there's uh, a few movies like dark knight changes aspect ratio right. so on my screen it fills the entire width in 2.35 and then when it goes to the imac scenes it extends above and beyond above and below but I've got it set up in the um, the JVC NX7 to crop or basically mask anything above and below my screen so mm -hmm. I never see it because it doesn't do me any good because it shoots off the screen anyway onto my cabinet. So here's a, here's a question. Mm -hmm. FOMO says, doesn't IMAX enhance just pump up the bass to all five channels so it's just a huge bass boost? I mean, kind, kind of. You know, here's a question kind of follow up to this is i know a lot of folks like to use the beq where mm -hmm. they restore the bass on certain tracks w would you not need to do that on an imax enhance i would assume that you shouldn't have to right like they would keep the bass wait say that again what happened you, you know what bass beq right like how they that? try to restore the bass on like certain movies right. okay i would kind of assume that if it was imax enhanced that you shouldn't need to do that they're gonna assume like yeah, hey, you yeah, got yeah. a crazy system I mean, that's, all that's, the base that we've, we've that's pretty from. much what IMAX Enhanced is. It's If you have a crazy system, try to get the IMAX Enhanced version because that's supposedly the theater mix, mm -hmm. right? Not the near-field mix yeah. that's on a 4K disc or whatever they stream to your home. That's a near-field mix. So the IMAX Enhanced is supposed to be a full dynamic mix. 
right that they use in the theater mm -hmm. so that's why they're that's why you're supposed to have like you know good system right? fomo mentioned he said i'll have to ask john if imax enhanced still removes base management like when it first launched two years ago so <laughs> removed that was that was kind of a a thing back then so i don't know yeah. i haven't heard much about that Full and honestly there just speakers. hasn't been a lot about imax enhanced i mean they there, you know they i have the uh, imax enhanced volume one demo disc here somewhere and oh yes my patrons have access to all that stuff hey but anyway um they have cool movies they just never released them hmm. <laughs> like venom wasn't released i don't think alpha was released yeah. like it just i think the only ones i have really are the journey to the south pacific which is the imax like actual like documentary thing um another one was like beautiful planet or blue planet no beautiful planet and then um uh jumanji welcome to the uh, no, jumanji the next level and uh bad boys for life bumblebee was supposed to be released i, I wish bumblebee was released because then i would have it in atmos i would have had it in in imax enhanced just to like compare you know um so it kind of I mean, it's there, but they're not releasing any titles. I remember talking to Paul the last time, you know, Sound United. I'm like, yo, man, why don't we, can we get some more of these things? And he's like, yeah, they're good. They're coming. They're coming. That was like a year ago. <laughs> yeah. So what if they yeah. had an, an IMAX enhanced up mixer? Like just makes everything yeah. all bassy. <laughs> So it'll be like pressing that um, extra bass button on there. Yeah, your, yeah, yeah. <laughs> your boom box. All it all it does is it removes all of your high pass filtering, <laughs> full range to your high channels, baby. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No. One hundred percent. Um. So somebody else earlier was asking about like, oh, he's you know beefing with Gene, and the, the reason being he made a short saying like the best up mixer is the one that has support and dolby um you know he said dolby atmos or dolby up mixer you know yeah. and i mean in in a way i mean we know what he's saying we know he's saying like yeah everything is in dolby atmos you should just set up your system for dolby atmos i, I get it yeah. i get that thinking and of course i was saying you know i'm a fan of oro chana you're a fan of oro and what it does right and i thought it was more of just like a fun thing because Realistically, if you have an AVR that has Oro, you just press a button and you just switch to either one. <laughs> oh my deal. god! Like you know, you press know, press a button and go back to the other one. It's not. It's, it, it's okay. It's it does fine. so much. It does so much. Like we're watching um, Yellowstone right on mm -hmm. the Peacock app through the Roku Ultra, right? And um, it's coming in PCM. Uh -huh. Now I swapped out. You know, um, because like the new season just started, so we've been like watching since season one you know my wife just has it on uh. and the audio just there's something goes wrong all the time when it's a stupid when it's this new yamaha receiver that i'm using it's like i really wish this oral like you know because i've been pretty much uh, with the denon 6700 just uh. having everything on oro 3d Everything is Oro 3D upmix that's on the TV uh -huh. or whatever streaming that we're doing. Unless it's yeah. Atmos, you know, maybe we'll go dip into Atmos, but whatever. Now not having that, like, sometimes, like, the side surround goes out or I'm getting a weird echo from the center channel to the to the left surround. I'm like, what is going on with the audio here? And it's just it's pretty aggravating. I was watching it yesterday. Mm -hmm. I was like, what is up with this, 
receiver. Like, yeah. like, can't this just do this? Like, like, and and it's probably just the content itself. Like, mm-hmm. it just wasn't you know implemented well. But you notice that less on the Oro Upmix because the Oro Upmix actually does a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, they what they spent seven years developing that. I don't think the other two companies spent more than a year and a half, two well, years. Also, also, I mean, that's what they do there at Galaxy Studios. They make yeah. movies, so mm-hmm. it's kind of like. This is what we typically do. Let's just put it into an algorithm and let it happen automatically. Mm-hmm. You know, and the the thing I think is sad is a lot of times that does do a better job than whatever somebody did or didn't do for an Atmos mix, right? Yeah, 100%. I think that's that's the argument. It's just like, yeah, it's an automatic thing. It's not perfect because it's it's automated. Anything that's yeah. automated is not going to be as good as like, you know, they manually doing done. everything perfectly. Right. But sometimes in a lot of movies they're not doing very much of anything it's like i'm yeah. watching on the screen i'm like oh okay that's that's gonna this is gonna be a good scene something should happen here and then you're like nothing's going on what why didn't they do anything what i mean dude the I bu- the movie just, bumblebee is a perfect they just example move the slider of it. i thought like in the in the app it looks like you can just yeah, move you the just, slider you, you and like hand it around that's do that it. thing take the sound and move it can you do that please move it or lose it <laughs> uh yeah and so um you know it's funny i just got um uh, an email from Pavla there um the the um Oro 3D people what did she say oh here it is Oro disc hi Chana how are you sorry about the blah 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 um i have some new discs here that i would like to send send to you uh for reviews or or not um but they are um region B so, oh from yeah, Oro mm-hmm. i got that too you want to send some yeah. some discs, some movies, yeah. But they're region B. I was gonna B. just sell them, to send What's it to region you. Region B, though. I was gonna say, hey, I don't. It's I don't, Europe. I, I don't think. have any players. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know. Well, a good thing the send them all to send them all to to China. Yeah, and then I'll yeah yeah and, yeah, and uh, then you'll the, uh, Patreon the. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, the uh, the Revon players, the new Revon players are multi-region, and they you just have to go in, type in this code. And it change, and you can change the region, and it doesn't like lock after a while. You can infinitely change the regions forward and backwards, backwards mm-hmm. and forward. So for DVDs or Blu-rays, I think those are the issues, right? Uh, 4K discs don't have like a region code. Yeah, I saw so, that on a forum, right, Chana? Like it wasn't on your video; it was on some forum. I found out you could do that with those yeah. players. Yeah, not well, I actually put it. I put it in. He the made video. a video. No, and not on your video. They asked, though, right? down, not, not on they, your asked video. they asked me to take it out. So. Yeah. So people like have been people watch the video. I forgot to take out the part in the, in the beginning where I was like, there's a super secret feature that nobody's talking oh, about. How messed so up like, is that? so people are like, Hey, what happened to this part of the video? I'm like, Oh, email me. And then like, <laughs> I cut it up and I uploaded it on a different channel and it's unlisted. So nobody can search for it. And it just said like test test <laughs> is the this, like name of the title. So nobody could find it unless you get a direct link from me. Uh, but yeah. Um, Stay till yeah. the end. Anyway, tell so, you the super yeah, exactly. secret thing. The super secret thing. But at, at, as far as I know, like out of all the music, the Oro upmixed or not the native Oro music, this uh, BT uh, electronic opus or whatever this is. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is native Oro 3D. This is fantastic. Oh my gosh, it sounds so cool. Um, the only <laughs> issue is when I try to rip it, there's three audios. There are three audio tracks, and you have to choose the third one to get the native Oro. Otherwise, you just get the standard uh, other stuff. Um, but um, but yeah, other so stuff, really- meaning DTS HD 5.1. And it's a 9.1 Oro, 
Mm-hmm. So, well, so yeah, this, Bruce, this is a great one. Bruce says he still prefers the Dolby up mixer myself. It sounds more natural than Oro, in my opinion. DTS up mixer is terrible. Um, my question to you, Bruce, and let me know, and I'll put your comment up, is whether you have a layout with on ceiling or in ceiling speakers, or whether you have front and rear heights. Oh, so we'll get back Eric, to Eric, Eric was answer. right, right, right on that. Boom. Do you have your height speakers as yeah, Atmos layout? Yeah. Yeah. No, go. that, a, that is definitely question. like a thing. I still can't wait till we convince Mike to get, to put in some height channels and try some oral. He's saying no already. He's, saying, <laughs> he's like, nah, nah, not gonna happen. man. He's like, you know what it is? He just, he's probably like, man, I don't want that FOMO. <laughs> Realize, damn, this is better. Damn those guys. I, now I got to change I, up everything. I, <laughs> It's one of the side, things, man. I wonder if you could do like some side. You know what? I noticed your rear one is pretty high already. Your uh, your yeah, your talk. rear surrounds are pretty high already. Yeah, no, they're not ideal. Yeah, the problem I mean, that... was I've got my my entry door back there, and yeah, so I had to go above the door, and it was just You're not ideal. There already. I, yeah. yeah, I made yeah, a, yeah, I made a, yeah. for rear. <laughs> How, I, mean, I could get some Perlison speakers. They angle down, you know, so. Oh. Do some heights. Yeah, we we'll figure that something way. out for you. We, we should. Those are legit. Oral 3D is about to go out of business. I don't think so, dude. It does not sound like it to me. Oh, so this. Oh, I got another comment on. So I did a, a short also saying like, no, I like Oro, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. You know, just to just to keep the conversation going. I thought it was just a fun thing, because unlike the conversation or the debate between cables or whatever, that gets like heated in a nasty way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this was, I thought, more fun because it's just preference. At the end of yeah. the day, it's like, yeah. sure. it doesn't matter. Right. Choose the one you like. Yeah. It Like, nobody can prove that the one way is better than the other. 100%. There's no way to prove it. It's just whatever you like, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I thought it was a fun conversation. Anyway, I made a video and then somebody's like, why are you selling this, uh, this thing? It's going to be dead. Like, he's so upset that I was, like, promoting <laughs> Yeah, oh, you know, so it, pissed. I some was like, people, Why are you mad? There, there's a it. couple of comments like that on my older video too. Uh, when I said, uh, "What was it called?" Um, Oro up mix bad atmos or something yeah, like that, yeah. or make your bad atmos mixes sound better or something. And he's just like, "Why would I invest in in a layout like that when it's a dead format?" And what Joe keeps on saying, which you know, is the best thing. It doesn't need to be native Oro. It doesn't like anything. You can up mix anything, and it's gonna sound really good so you know there you have it. it's not really a dead format it's alive and kicking they're still well, mixing here's it. the thing i was like i i responded to the guy look he said um you know i want to protect people from wasting their money on this thing right i'm like i don't know that we need anybody needs for you to protect them because i have a denon that has oro 3d but it doesn't have dirac and i want dirac and then i have the the nad t778 that has Dirac, but it doesn't have Oro. Mm-hmm. So I have, I have two, you know, products that are expensive, but they don't do everything Same I wanted to do. Right. So what am I doing? I'm looking for a, you know, three, four thousand dollar processor AVR that has both, right? So I'm like, I don't need you to protect me from wanting to buy Oro. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I, I'm, I want to buy it. I like the way it sounds, and so. Um, how is it dead if I'm willing to spend my money on it, right? Right. I'm sure that plays a factor. So if uh, if Wilfried's trying to contact these companies and say, like, hey, you need you need Oro in your processor, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, you're probably right because everybody keeps wanting to buy this because 
of Oro, you know, or, mm-hmm. or they're not going to buy it because it doesn't have Oro. Right. So how is it dead if people are willing to pay for it? Like me, I mean, I'm willing you know, to pay for it. Yamaha just added it to their. No way. Their, well, it, it had the update hasn't happened, but no. you know, that's what their new, that's why I bought this silly A8A. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, if there are any Yamaha, uh, people that have Yamaha AVRs, please tell me how to shut off the stupid thing where it just randomly switches inputs. It's the most aggravating thing. You know, we've been dealing with this for like a month now. <laughs> and my wife is like, why does it go to the Apple TV? I'm like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very annoying. You know, I think uh, these manufacturers try to make things smart mm-hmm. to help people and it'll automatically switch and automatically do stuff. But half the time, like this thing's getting it wrong. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, man, I got to like do some weird button combination on my harmony just to get just to get it back or reach mm. for the remote. Oh, hey, Joe, mm. quick uh, Denon receiver, quick select. You use that? Yeah. How easy is it to program? You hold the button down and you, you get to select your inputs and this, that and the yeah, other. You just select your settings. You hold yeah. the button down and it saves it to quick select one. So so the Yamaha has eight. Okay. Eight. Eight scenes, right? Pretty much the same thing. Mm-hmm. You can't change any of the settings. Like, you can't change the input. You can't change this. You can't change that. I'm like, why do I have set eight of these on the remote? It's just taking a, it's a waste of space on the remote. Mm-hmm. And then I can't customize it. I would mm-hmm. only use scene button one and five. And that's it. I'm like, what is this? Like, who thought of this and implemented it this way? Like, you know, make it programmable and cut it down to four. Um, yeah, man. Like, I, I don't know. Sometimes these receivers are just like too quirky. Like, yeah. I, I, I haven't, I haven't tried that one. I don't, I'm not really, that I don't think you're going to. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's the thing. I mean, you're, you're definitely not selling me on wanting to go try out a Yamaha. It feels or, like I'm not, I haven't missed anything. Yeah. Original says Oro 3D is going out of business. Yeah. Oh, so hey. Um, a, yeah, the other guy know. put up, the other Maybe. guy said he has the uh, front, Bruce, he says he has the um, front and rear height, but no voice of God. Oh, is that like the issue that I'm? Oh, on no, what? No, he said earlier that he liked the other upmixer better than the Oro. Oh, mixer. he has the front yeah. and rear heights. Yeah. Are the front and rear heights uh, on on the wall, or are they on ceiling? That's the question. Um, yeah, we'll get back to you. You know what I'm what? actually it most excited matter, about for whether it's on the wall or the ceiling, as long as huh. it's the thirty degrees you're talking about, right? Yeah, as long as mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, that's true. Is it 30 degrees up from the main, you know, your main speakers? Or is it higher up on the ceiling or closer to you, right? Is it, I guess you can just say, is it an Atmos layout or is it an oral layout? Chris J says, if you have the disposable income to be even considering an oral 3D setup properly, you really don't need protection. (laughs) Love love my oral setup. Um, some people do drugs. Some people do home theater. Drugs might be cheaper. Hey, <laughs> some people do both. Oh, there you go. Mercy. <laughs> um, Is that Jonathan? Jonathan. <laughs> so he's right on. <laughs> oh man. You know what I'm actually excited about for the, for Oro though, is I, I really like their up mixer, right? Uh-huh. I, it's true. There isn't very much native content. There's practically no native content for it, right? So it is the up mixer that I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, what am I listening to? I'm listening to like weird like demos from like 
a Chinese movie where I don't understand what mm-hmm. these like monsters are saying. Oh yeah, do you remember? Did you yeah, see it that sounds one? awesome, but I have no idea what they're saying. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he, he slaps aside his head and a stick comes out. What's going on here? What's going on? It sounds I mean, cool. He hits the wave. Like that doesn't even work like that. Did you? You see can't hit a wave. The Turbo, that animated movie Turbo, <laughs> and then the uh, Kung Fu Panda. Those those were probably like the standout Oro yeah. 3D demos. Um, so, but yeah. So no, so native, no, like you're not, it's not going to happen. I don't think mm. that's going to happen here in the U.S. I don't expect to see any native content. But, but, what are we seeing with like Atmos on all the sound bars? Right, your phone says it has Dolby Atmos. Like yeah, like what? What are you talking about? Like, this is not immersive and, and even though like um yeah, yeah. all right there's there's supposed to be two speakers here right <laughs> yeah they yeah, call right. this stereo do you okay. think this is far away enough <laughs> to call it stereo this is more like a two-speaker mono if you got a like, skinny head <laughs> yeah put your ear between the two speakers <laughs> oh yeah but anyway my point being that sound bars are all saying like oh we're this is dolby atmos right dolby atmos soundbar no, like we don't even have uh, uh, like speakers that face or d- do the bouncy thing. Just mm-hmm. two channel and it's Atmos. Like, how does that work? And I've tried it, and they kind some of them do better than others, right? But for the most part, most sound bars that claim to be Dolby Atmos that don't even have surround speakers are not not very good. But I have a feeling that Wilfried could do it better. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Whatever he's doing with the up mixing, I feel like he could probably do that, like you know, psychoacoustic trickery a little bit better than these guys. Who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. But that's that's kind of the use case where I'm like, oh, that could be a thing because you can up mix everything, mm-hmm. right? Why wouldn't you be able to throw that on a soundbar and say like, you know, anything that comes through this is going to be up mixed and give you this effect? That's what I'm saying. I see that happening. Yeah. I mean, we'll that's see. definitely what they should be doing. We'll see. We'll see. Reginald said, I like I li- I like, it, but it's going out of business. Uh, read the e- economics behind Oro and Atmos. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Economics, I'm about to spend like three or four Gs to, <laughs> to get it. But who knows? That's probably just me. So B-Mania Boy uh, says, that Dolby junk on Tidal isn't even mastered that well. Uh Go to search an album called Atmos for Androids. That is the one. If you want to check out Atmos on Tidal, search that album, Atmos for Androids. That is insane. They do such a good job uh, with that music. All the other stuff, like they tried to do the Beatles and Atmos, like, no. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's a question. I've, I've heard that one, right, that you're recommending, Chana, mm-hmm. and the tracks that you spe- specifically said to check out. Yeah. What happens when you play those with an oral up mixer? I don't know. I haven't tried that. I haven't tried that. Who knows? Like, what if it sounds better? That's what I'm trying to tell people. I mean, like, sometimes I, it sounds. I I hundred percent. I a hundred percent for sure know that the if you take a Beatles track and up mix it via oral 3D, it's gonna mm-hmm. sound better than the Atmos mix on title of that same mm-hmm. Beatles album. Hundred percent, because that was absolute trash. Not yeah. absolute trash. It was just. It just didn't work. It just didn't work because it's, you know, the way they do it is they do it by stems. So if you don't have all the recording stems to pan things around in a 3D space, it's just not going to work. And, you know, those recordings in the 70s, like, 
Come on. Yeah. It's like, let's get real. Like, if you want to do real. that, like the, the Oro 3D upmixer definitely hands down going to be way better than that. Yeah. The daily hi-fi is going to turn into the daily daily Oro. Oro. I could. So here's the funny thing. Michael is, you know what? I like that Michael doesn't have an Oro system because you keep us like in check, right? Yeah. I would like for you to say like, no, nah, man, you guys are wrong. It's all about Atmos because the truth is, who cares? <laughs> who it's cares? Like, got, man. I'm not going to, if you love your Atmos system, yeah. I'm super happy for you. Yeah. That's it. Likewise, hey, there's, the end. there's a question by John Lebowski here, right? What's the difference between a frequency response and a phase response? Isn't time alignment uh, equal to phase alignment? Ooh. That's all you, Joe. That, yeah, that's too technical <laughs> for me. What is the difference between frequency response and phase response? Because I think what he's referring to is frequency response and um, who was it? I think it was Jacob at Odyssey who corrected me that frequency response does include the phase response in that. And the correct term is really magnitude, where you're talking about, you know, the level, uh, how loud it is and not necessarily the phase because that is included in the frequency response. Um, time alignment, is time alignment the same as phase alignment? Man, um, not really. I, mean, I, I would say no. Not really <laughs> because you can actually, you can actually time align something and then rotate the phase without changing the time alignment, if that makes any sense. So you're getting a little bit into the, into the advanced stuff that I don't mind going into. Um, I'm not sure if I could answer that like perfectly accurately, but I do know that you you can change the phase without changing the time time alignment. Uh, they, t they talk about um, all-pass filters, and that's what's uh, what I'm really interested in right now, all-pass filters. But uh, of course, even with that, people debate whether that's true or not. Hmm. But anyway, yeah. I don't know if that answers the question. Did any did um Where's did Aaron? that guy ever answer Aaron whether he had uh ceiling speakers? Uh if he had a mounting on the ceiling, I don't know. What was that? Anybody answer that one? Uh, I don't even remember the name. Bruce. Bruce Carter. Bruce, where are you at, Bruce? Do you have my heights are right at the wall and ceiling transition? Okay. At the wall and ceiling transition. And aim down to the listening position. Then. Okay. I mean, the only way to yeah, really sounds, know that is... It sounds kind of like an Oro setup. Just, I mean... Yeah, you just got to figure out the angle. It just depends on whether you're really close. So if it's a small room, right, you can have them on the wall. But if it's close, then that angle's like really steep. Or if steep. you got 10-foot ceilings like I do, that's going to increase the angle as yeah, well. Yeah, that's really high, so, right? Yeah. So basically, you want it to be 30 degrees up from your main speakers. And, and, if, you, and if you do have them 30 degrees and you still don't like it, that's that's okay too. Hey, you just don't like it, and yeah. that's the end. <laughs> and that's that. That's it. That's it. That's that. You just don't like it, and uh, next time you buy a new AVR, don't worry about having to put oral on there because that might save you some money. For sure. So I mean, it's a still it's pretty steep, you know, barrier of entry, you know. Oh yeah, you have to go with forty seven hundred, right? Yeah, which is retails for now two thousand. It used to be. Dude, I just found out the um, the Marantz AV seventy seven oh six that I've got. It's three mm. grand. <laughs> it went up. It's like holy cow, man! You didn't know it was going to be an investment, huh? You should have just yeah, stocked yeah. up on a few. <laughs> I, just, 
<laughs> I seem to sell it, but then what do you, it's kind of like buying a home right now. It's no, like, you'd yeah, have to you buy sell two. it for more. Yeah, exactly. It's Seizure. like the, it's, it's, it's like the, it's like the NFT space. <laughs> you got to buy two, one to flip quickly and one to hold right. on to. That's exactly. Right. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, but, uh, do you guys want to, want to move over? Are we? Yeah, let's go. Oh, oh yeah. We're an hour 16. Let's hop, hop onto the after show. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to join into the video chat, uh, go to patreon.com slash daily hi-fi and sign up as a patron over there. Uh, we basically do this, but you're also on the video chat. Unless you don't want to be on video, you can just be on audio. Um, and we talk about all kinds of stuff, and I'm sure we'll get an update on Don's um, theater room. <laughs> Dang. <Again. laughs> Probably. You know. Um, but yeah. Um, thank you guys all for hanging out. We do this every uh, Monday, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time here on the Daily Hi-Fi YouTube channel. If you are watching on the replay, make sure you subscribe and like and share and all that good stuff and make sure you're here uh, to ask us questions live. Hey, you know what? Next week, we should try to um, do a phone call. We haven't taken any I know. Phone calls I was about while. to say that. Yeah. You read my mind, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, I we're swear on that to you. Same, we haven't done that in a long time. Be. Yeah. So, yeah, we will see you guys uh, next week. Uh, for those of you patrons, um, we'll see you in just a few minutes. Um, on behalf of Michael and Joe, and, uh, yeah, I'm Chana. See you guys next time. <laughs> Later. I, I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs>